0: St. Paul, the fan.
1: 22 seconds to go in the game. Yeah. We I mean, kill the clock. We're trying to get everything set up, Cousin's because trying to get a play out there, we've earned about five or 10 extra seconds because of it. Kirk, shotgun, back to pass, throws to the end zone. Ball's bouncing about, intercepted by the Chargers, and the Minnesota
2: Vikings are 0-3. Are you kidding? The ball bounced off a Viking then a Charger, I believe, and was intercepted by a member of the Chargers. In the end zone, uh, that is Kenneth Murray Jr. And there is your dagger. Copyright Wayne. me. 1109, Pete Versage, analyst for the Vikings Radio Network, former linebacker, special teams whiz, and a linebacker's coach. Uh, he joins us now from Twin Cities Orthopedics Performance Center. Um, I'm, um, I'm looking at the number 29. The number 29. I'm looking at zonecoverage.com. Nordo's doing some work for zonecoverage.com. And uh, if you go to zonecoverage.com and then you click on Vikings, you will see Nordo's numbers. Uh, he does Sweet. this weekly. Uh, right. It's, uh, and number 29. The Vikings wasted 29 seconds between plays between uh, Hawkinson's fourth down conversion to the eventual game-ending interception. After the conversion on fourth down, Kevin O'Connell had trouble communicating with Cousins through the headset after the game. O'Connell said he would have had him clock the ball. We could hear you during, uh, during the call. As um, as they're scurrying to the line of scrimmage, you're going like, you know, kill the clock, kill the clock. And I'm like, yeah, kill the clock. So now uh, we're we're almost a day removed from that whole thing. And, and you live a 24 hour rule uh, type life when it comes to moving on from things. Uh, what do you think? What do you what do you think about that moment and the organization or lack thereof?
1: Um, I it, it's I, I guess I would have one question. And that would be, um, what did you see? Because norm, I mean, normally when you're in those situations, no timeouts, uh, you're in the red zone, and you're able to move the ball to get a, a fresh set of downs. Right? That is the that's the classic kill the clock. Right? You, you need four points. You don't need three. You need yeah. four. You know, you need to you need to score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So then they kill the clock, and that gives you three opportunities to set everything up and then run the plays now if for some reason the play with the the play that you just executed right to move the chains and you had i don't know uh a uh, substituted defense out there or there was a player on the defense that was you know something was wrong uh and you wanted to get up there And, you know, hurry up and snap the football again, then, and not let them substitute, then by all means do that. But I don't know, I don't know if that was the case, right? I'm just saying normally you would just, that's procedure. You get up and you kill the clock because at that time, it's very chaotic at that time, right? You just come off a huge fourth down stop. You have a, you know three downs. It takes you. I think it was third down that they threw the ball to. Was a fourth? Which down? What I can't remember what down it was when Hocketson caught the caught the pass for the first down. Mm, I don't know. Nordo, do you remember which down it was? Yeah, yeah, that was a third down conversion. It was Hockets a fourth down conversion. It was a fourth down conversion. Yeah, so go. my point is, is it's it's a it's a chaotic deal. There we go. Right, and then and the fans were excited because
0: they converted that fourth well, of and course. five.
1: Yeah, yeah, everybody was. I mean, that so it's. I'm just saying, at a, at, a, at a time of the game where things get that crazy, that's when you want to just. That's why. That's why you kill the clock to reset everything to give everybody a minute, and everybody takes a breath yeah you know, all the players take a breath everybody you know the crowd you can then you give a little bit of time to tell them you know quiet down everything's good you know we need we need and and go from there i mean it's they also there's a, add- reason, there's a reason we do you know there's a reason you do things in the n f l there's a reason you do them, and that's why people always want to think contrarian or do different things, but it's like there's a pretty good reason why they are the way they are that's why. Procedure normal procedure would be to kill the clock in that situation.
0: Would it would it be instinctual at all when JJ goes down? There's about 90 seconds there. It's technically their fourth timeout. TJ Hawkinson on the very next play, he goes down. You assess that five yard penalty, etc.
2: Okay, hey, what's going on there at the V E N? Okay, we're getting oh, a little a, music
0: background.
2: Yeah, Pete, you'll see right in front of you, or if Jay Nelson's in there on the board, somebody just like pull down one of the pots. Yeah, whatever.
0: I believe there should be tape on there that says press. Or podium,
2: uh, Pete. Do we still have you? Someone yeah, you me. still got me. All right, look for press or podium on that board where that the place will be on Wednesday.
0: The light should be blue, and it should be potted up, and we're just going to want to bring that one down. <laughs>
2: yeah. Although Which we,
0: one is this? That one? No, it's probably right. fifth, there we go. fifth or sixth from the left. When the sun yeah.
2: goes down and my gang grows bigger,
0: is is there an is there an aspect of it when you have those two extra stoppages? JJ's on the turf. Hopefully, everyone's thinking, "Oh my God, MVP's down." Or in the same sense, would you use that time instinctually to say, okay, if we do end up moving these chains, here's a plan when TJ hits the turf and we have that extra stoppage, use that time to say,
1: hey, here's the plan of what we're going to do? Um, I don't know. I, I doubt it just because if have you heard how long these plays are? Right. right. Well, yeah, it's a novella. And everything that goes into it. So it's kind of like it's one of those things where <laughs> – yeah, very rarely are you going to give him an if and if then because they. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, You're now
2: a- Pete, when you pulled down all those um, all those slides, well, you pulled yeah. your microphone down a little bit too. So go ahead and push that back up. We to, got him.
0: Where it That's was. on. Me. That's on me. Oh, it was oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know if I okay. I thought I'd be putting a wrap on the show a little early today. <laughs>
2: well, maybe the fans need to be ripping us for our in-show management and lay off PJ for his in-game management, nah. uh, which, by the way, was pretty good when they beat Penn State and everybody ran on the field. But anyway, I, I, you were saying?
0: Well, an, a number. Let's let's move on from that and and a number that popped in my head and PA's right, via his own coverage each week. We hit some numbers. Really excited to hit on some positive numbers moving forward. But one that popped in my head as we were talking about this. So kill the clock. Didn't kill the clock. Game's over. Uh one concerning thing, and this leads to the addition of Dalton
1: Reisner and Oh, and and, 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 and sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. real quickly, if that ball's not intercepted, you have another play, you have seven seconds. Yes. Don't yes. You know, let's not forget that.
0: No, ab- abso- absolutely. And so. and Kirk said after the game that he got into the play and apparently it was the very same play that KOC was trying to get him into, so in the end. Let's just let's have TJ. TJ Hawkinson has a right to catch that ball. By the way, uh, Kirk, yeah. the number thirteen is in the number of hits that Kirk took yesterday from a defensive line and a front that Joey Bosa played about thirty percent of the snaps yesterday. Khalil Mack. It's tough for me to say that a guy as terrorizing as he's been in his career is kind of just a guy right now. But thirteen hits. That's thirty-two hits and eight sacks that Kirk has sustained through eight games, yet another number, 1075. Uh, he's on pace for like 6,000
1: yards, Pete. Right, but again, it, it, it's, um, it's the number of attempts, right? And we're, we're, going, we're going to the pass quite a bit, and he's, we all know that with the way he plays that position that he's going to get hit. He threw the ball 50 times again. Ugh. On Sunday, and so that's it's like that's the number we're we're seeing almost every single week, fifty fifty, you know, around that number, Yeah, fifty million um, in free agency you know, next year. Herbert R- Herbert dropped back forty seven times, but how many of those were quick throws to the outside, you know, those kinds of things? So, I guarantee you, the the wear and tear on the body for Cousins is a lot more today than it was for Herbert yesterday, even though they threw about the same amount of, of, uh, of passes. So, I. It, with the way our passing game is constructed and trying to get down the field, um, yeah, our quarterback's getting hit quite a bit. And it's early; it's still we're only three weeks into this. We have fourteen left to go. Question is: is How long can you keep this up? Yeah, absolutely. Now, right, and I, I don't know that. No, you know that's the that's the question you have to ask yourself right now: Is to say, can we maintain this offensively? Can we maintain? what we're doing here throughout the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. And so well, they lack traction. I mean, it,
2: it's, it's, it's uh, they, we, we, we talked about it nine to noon last week. We talked about it during the game and the pregame yesterday. You, you don't have a receiver with the numbers he has. And, and Addison didn't score a touchdown yesterday, but still it looks like you can do some things with him. Now, granted, there are a lot of details that have led to this diseased Oh, and three. Um, however, it, it's, it's, there are parts of games where it looks exactly how I would think they would, the owners of the team would want it to look. But then there are parts where it falls too far off. So they just can't get traction with consistency or an identity
1: and good morning. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you on that. It's, 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 uh, it's very feast or famine. It was a, you know, we, again, we still haven't scored a point in the first quarter. Right. Three games in. We haven't scored any points in the first quarter. So yeah. the, the, you know, getting out there and starting fast is important. I've, and we would have this week. I mean, we ran the ball. We came out, ran the ball, and we, we talked about this before the game. The, the, the Chargers came out and said, we're keeping two safeties deep. Go ahead and run the ball. And we did. You know, we did. We moved the chains. We were getting into the red zone, but then we gave it away. That's how, that's, that's how big these, the, you know, the turnovers are. That was a very well executed first drive, mixing it up, moving the chains, keeping the ball on the ground. We're doing exactly what we emphasized and focused on all throughout the week. And then you give the ball away and boom, there you go. And then you're then you're then you're behind. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It it's just the defense gets out there, boom, three and out. Great job. Offense gets out there, running the ball, Getting down the field, boom, 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 boom. Then, yeah, we finally get the play action. Boom, we hit it. You know, get the Hawkinson down the middle of the field, and the wheels come off. And that it it, it's it that that was a very (laughs) was a very very big. Chain of events right there, Pete Bursich or event, if you will, Pete Bursich, analyst for the Minnesota Vikings or radio network,
2: also film study savant for the vikings entertainment network and vikings dot com it's eleven twenty Minnesota is 0 and three, and at noon Sunday. Heads to uh, Charlotte to play the Carolina Kitties featuring Adam Thielen, who has two receiving touchdowns this year. Uh, We got some more Nordo numbers for you, courtesy of ZoneCoverage.com.
0: This number comes to mind, Pete, and that's the number one. And that is the number of times a quarterback has been sacked by someone not named Daniil Hunter. And that is actually the number one half, as in Harrison Phillips and Ivan Pace combining for one a couple of games ago. Uh, Pete, in terms of the conversation with the defense, uh, DeAndre Swift does his thing against us in the Eagles game. And then yesterday it was it was Her- Herbert, mostly unaffected. Is there an element in Flores' defense where I've heard the idea that maybe we're blitzing too much, uh, lack of push in that defensive front? What are you seeing now through three games where teams have attacked us both on the ground and through the air and the last
1: two games in particular have been really lopsided successfully in both areas i think philly getting us on the ground was a result of a um, lot, lot of it to do with personnel and just how we had game plan that 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 situation right it was philadelphia um and again that's what makes teams very good is they're able to you know they're right-handed and all of a sudden they can they switch to the left hand which is philly philly doesn't didn't want to run the ball like they did but they found out that that is what was working they had 40 minutes of the clock of the 60 so let's just wear them out and you know keep running the football um again I, I mean we had outside linebackers playing nose tackle right and and so you know pat it's just you know pat jones is playing nose tackle it's like that's how you can't sustain that but that that was a that was a result of circumstance the thing that concerns me nordo is is when you blitz and you send five or six you get, you do that and you get one on ones across the board, right? You get one guy on one, one, one offensive player, a tight end, a running back, an offensive lineman. Somebody has to win. Somebody has to beat their man one on one and get pressure on the quarterback. That's a big point of blitzing. It's very difficult in this league in this day and age to sustain free rushers to the quarterback. You might it might happen every once in a while. You might get them the right formation, the right time, disguise it perfectly, time it up. Everybody does their job, and you get a free rusher to the quarterback. That is that's rare in the NFL. It doesn't happen a lot, and you can't. It's very difficult to do week in and week out. But you do still blitz. Why? Because you want to get the one on ones. That's why the bear front came back in the NFL. It's to get a, a good, two good defensive tackles and a nose tackle one on one with the center and the guards. And they're going to say, "All right, we'll gap and a half it up in front with these three because one of these three is going to win one on one against an offensive lineman." And we're blitzing, but no one's getting there. And so. That's the that's the that's the issue I think I see is just we we got to get more guys to win across the board. When Deniel had his sack, the Chargers slid the offensive line. They call it slide and cut. They slide the offensive line, so everybody just takes a gap, and then the running back cuts and goes across the quarterback or takes seals the backside. And it was Deniel Hunter who beat the running back. I mean, it's just like we used to do with Anthony Barr, right? Mm-hmm. You'd set it up where he would blitz, and if you got him one on one with the running back. He's winning that battle 90% of the time. You're going to, it's going to result in a sack or pressure on the quarterback. Well, you got a running back on Daniil Hunter. Daniil defeated the block, got in there, sack, force, fumble. That's why you blitz. You don't just blitz to get guys free. You blitz for mismatches, right? You get, you want to get those mismatches across the front and get a very good pass rusher against their weakest protector. And that usually results in pressure. I, it's that there are a few times. Especially when you saw Herbert have time in the pocket, right? You, you see five or six guys rushing the quarterback and he just has time to look. And then that's no good because that gives receivers time to run double moves when you're short in coverage. And that's a pro, you know, that's a, that's a problem too. So. Are we blitzing too much? Are we not blitzing? It, it, that I, I think the conversation should be more on. We, if we're going to do this, we need to find. We need to find a way to win some of these battles up front because if we don't, it, it, it's going it, to. It's tough. It's 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 the polar opposite of sitting back in 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 like we saw last year. We just sat back in the same kind of look and just kept everything in front of us. And how did that work for us? Right, not very well. So this is just, you know, this is at least. Pin your ears back and go forward and get aggressive and if we can beat somebody somewhere across the board we 're going to have success, so I mean um, you know it, 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 I just want to see more guys win up front and win their one on one battles time for one more team zone three Pete, How are they handling
0: and moving forward and the i don 't think the the Carolina Panthers are going to be an absolute pushover you got chiefs around the corner. Uh, there is really a lack of aura, a lack of vibe with this team right now at 0-3 that we didn't really experience much a year ago. Uh, how are
1: you handling it at 0-3? Um, you know, one week at a time, my friend. Okay. One week at a time. You play Carolina. You know, is Bryce Young going to be back? We don't know yet. I don't think. I haven't heard anything. I haven't really looked yet. Um But it's it's just one week at a time. You don't know what's going to happen in two weeks when you play Kansas City. You don't know what's going to happen the week after that. It's it that that those those worries will get here soon enough. Right. You just worry about today. You worry about this week and that's it. You can't you can't look into the future like that.
2: Uh, well, I'm going to look into the future, and um, I can't wait to see you tomorrow uh, for some of the recording that we do. Uh, I should be over there today around one fifteen, one thirty, just to hang out for a little bit, and uh, Sweet. we hopefully I see you then. And oh, you uh, will, and uh, and uh, we will uh, we will reconvene and uh, reshape the play by play and the analytical version of what we thought the dream would be into 2023 with this football team. So I'll see you a little bit later today, okay, analyst. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Pete Bursage at Pete Bursage via social media and uh, via Twitter. NFL do Nord with a little sizzle around the corner into the penultimate. And uh, the final segment, well, it's the Sultan and the necessary evil portion of the equation on
3: KFAN. Sizzle or fizzle brought to you by Northern Fire Grilling and Barbecue Supply.
0: Some Sunday sizzle for you, brought to you by Northern Fire Grilling and Barbecue Supply. All your grills, your smokers, your sauces, your rubs, your expertise. Uh, They even have all the meats. Unbelievable selection. Northern Fire, just off of Shady Oak, north of Highway 62 in Minnetonka. Northern, some Sunday sizzle for you, and uh, we'll start with the team where everything was going right yesterday, the Miami
3: Dolphins. Well, it is the number one offense in football, no doubt about well, it. They took it to a whole new level today against the Denver Broncos. They are approaching 700 yards of offense. Comes- Second and six. They pitch yeah. it. To... The Brooks, he's got a first down and more at the 40. Breaks attack with on midfield. One man to beat down the sideline and catch him deep in Broncos territory. It was finally tomorrow Mathis, and they are over
0: 700
1: yards in total offense. He's just breaking tackles.
0: Miami Dolphins in the radio network. <laughs> I think they're the second team ever, PA, with 700-plus yards of offense. Wow. You got A-Chain, uh, the rookie cat, comes back from injury. He runs from, for 200 yards yesterday. Mm. Tua's got 304. Mike White rolled in there. I think that's the former Jet. He threw a passing touchdown. Four total touchdowns for Raheem Mostert. He got two with the no look passing seventy points. I believe that's the most in an NFL game since like nineteen sixty six or yeah, something like and, that.
2: And the Chicago Bears, I know, scored seventy three way back in the day in the postseason, but there was a seventy in the regular season. Uh, Raheem Moster, um, he, I, I, last year into our game against the Dolphins, but into the season. It's, let, let's not, Raheem Mostert is a badass running back, and he's a very physical running back. He was coming off an injury into last year, but Mike McDaniel is former coordinator with the 49ers. I mean, how can you not love Mostert when he's helping? So it took a little while. McDaniel is getting out of Raheem Mostert exactly what he got when he was in San Francisco, if not more. Uh, the the these guys ain't no joke, man. Uh, that this Dolphins offense ain't no joke.
0: How about Sean Payton? By the way, I, I guess, and I don't have it right in front of me, but he at one point, I think a year ago, prior to getting back into the coaching game, mm-hmm. was basically saying that they can't play Tua, that Teddy Bridgewater should be the starting quarterback yeah. in Miami. Right. Well, what did Tua do yesterday? Right. He says that Nathaniel Hackett. Had provided one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL a year ago. Yeah. How is Sean Payton in these 0-3 Broncos? Yeah. Chris Thomason on the scene to ask all the tough questions. This one obviously is
1: difficult to be sitting here 0-3 talking to you guys. Um, there'll be more.
0: I
2: know that you said it's embarrassing, but this is kind of a <laughs> Wait, game. can you stop and it, it and start over? I missed something. What's that? At the end of his first response, he, it's I'm used to being on the other. I've been on the other side of it. Did he say there will be more? Yeah. So that means he anticipates losing more games, yeah?
0: With the way they lost that one? Probably not like yesterday. Well, there will be, wow, okay, I'm sorry.
1: But he's down about it. This one obviously is difficult to be sitting here 0-3 talking to you guys. Um, There'll be more. I know that you said
0: it's embarrassing, but this is kind of an historic game. I'm aware. (laughs) <laughs> Third time
1: the team has put seventy points over What's the question? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what's the question? I just finished telling you. Next question. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so
0: beautiful. Yeah, ma'am. a uh, little Sunday sizzle former Vikings reporter. It all comes out Chris in the Thompson. wash, man.
2: All comes out in the wash, whether it's people texting after a team starts 0-3. Weather, yeah, man, it all comes out in the wash. That's you think Zimmer, mama used to say, you know, Zimmer
0: on a Saturday night chatting with his good buddy Sean Payton, he's like, Watch out for Chris Thomason. Remember when you hung 50 on me? Mm-hmm. This is the guy that I had to talk to yeah. after each and
2: every one of those games. And by the way, why did you try to get me fired on national television on Christmas Day? <laughs> oh, anyway, here's my uh, card with $5 in it.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Sunday Sizzle? Mm-hmm. How about this? the Arizona Cardinals red zone defense
3: third and goal on the six they trail 28 to 16 they're going to send cooks out to the left and two receivers to the right shotgun formation for Dak Prescott Pollard to his left 23 carries for Pollard Prescott the pass straight drop fires middle of the end zone picked off Kaiser White with the
2: interception and that might do in Dallas
0: yeah, it certainly did. That's Dave Pash, Arizona Cardinals, Radio Network. Kazir White, the former Eagle, making a play in the end zone for the Cards, who beat the Cowboys yesterday. Got their first win of the season. I wonder what that feels like. Congrats to Jonathan Gannon. He got a little ice bath in the in the locker room. Everything's, everything's great down in the Phoenix area right now. But here's what I'm getting at. The Cards are up 21-10 at the half. Cowboys ball to start the third quarter. Cowboys awesome offense they're just gonna do what the giants did roll past these cards 13 plays, 67 yard drive stuck at the eight kick a field goal next possession still 21 13 now after that kick they go eight plays 80 yards turn it over on downs at the four next possession still 21 13 12 plays 56 yards stuck at the eight kick another field goal so now it's 21 28 16 his card scored a touchdown to go ahead even more Mid-fourth quarter, a 13-play drive, 69 yards, and in the interception that you just heard. Mm. Four possessions, and the Cardinals stoned them in the red zone four times. Gannon gets his
2: first victory. Mm. So- and, and I mean, to put it in overarching perspective with everything you just said, this was a team that was, there, there were so many... Tanking rumors and allegations that were popping up about the Arizona Cardinals into the season. I mean, I I expected some type of NFL hearing to take place into the season just to make sure everything was copacetic. Well, they have a better record than us. Mm. The Arizona Cardinals have a better record than us. That's bad for business, man. That's bad for business.
0: It's very bad. The Sunday says, "Well, if you're trying to collapse for Caleb, some Vikings fans would actually say that's good for
2: business." Oh, but covenant cleanup, by the way, uh, provided by nobody. I, I, I think I said Derek May earlier when it was Drake May with, uh, with uh, PJ. So if I did, I did. And nobody sponsors it, so
0: crickets. Covenant cleanup. How about this? The Sunday sizzle continues with C.J. Stroud and the Texans. Stroud talking to his teammates. Third and three from the
1: Houston 32. C.J. in the gun. One back boom. C.J. gets the snap. Here comes the blitz. C.J. firing downfield to his right. And Tank has it at the 40, the 30,
0: the 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. Tank Dell to the house. It was a sweet play. That's uh, Tank Dell on the receiving end of a C.J. Stroud touchdown. Okay. C.J. Stroud has 900 passing yards and four touchdowns. What? With no interceptions through three games. Hey. They they ran up 37. I know.
2: Bro, I mean, okay, I didn't know that.
0: He's one of, like, two or three rookies in the history of
2: the NFL to do that, by the way. Covenant claps times two, and I'll explain why. That, what, when I saw him in the pre, in the preseason? Yeah, he wasn't ready. It was an absolute disaster. Correct. Wow, well done, young man. So the team's struggling. Yep. Uh, I wonder although, how his in-game management is. One and two. I love how somebody puts one thing out on Twitter and everybody becomes... Uh, a um, an expert on what in game management is like, but anyway, go ahead.
0: Well when you say in game management though, yeah. it yeah. kinda sounds cool. It definitely sounds important.
2: Yeah, well when, and it when, sounds smart. When Sauce walked into the Vox Box yesterday at about um nine twenty and I was complaining about PJ's in game management, I immediately was like, Where'd you see that? Yeah. I saw it on I saw it on Twitter.
0: Well, and, and what situation that would that w- that would be my follow up specifically. Yeah. N- name a couple.
2: Yeah. Well, and and if people look back and thought back, they can find some. Just like when I rewatch one of the biggest wins in the history of the program that Saturday against Penn State. Yeah, I bet you that in game management was pretty good then, right? pretty good against auburn in the bowl game right big moments big plays yeah anyway and 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 really i mean it's like I, I read somewhere could be the worst loss in the history of this program i mean i know this program hasn't had a ton of major spot moments but wasn't that uh, that bowl game thing texas tech or whatever i mean yeah 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 i think base was the coach you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking. about. I can't about. remember what the score was, but I mean, it definitely was uh, was uh, a major, major lead blow. Many, many people
0: would be frustrated. They punted it, I think, at their yeah. own at uh, that 39. You know, you know what has happened? What's uh, that?
2: I just figured out how to get into the uh, into the um, six four six eight six. I'm going to quickly get out of the 64686. This is one of those days.
0: I can't do it. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I would exit out. Of, I would I exit out. Of it's
2: it's every day. If you want to sit here and and look at, at what people are saying about you positively or negatively or or whatever, not just me. I'm saying in this spot. This is only the second time i looked at I'm not. I can't do it. I just can't do it. It really, really, it ails and already ailing, at times, belief in humanity. And I just can't do it. So, anyway, continue.
0: Uh, Sunday Sizzle brought to this you by sucks. Northern Fire Grilling and Barbecue Supply. Jarek McKinnon with a couple of touchdown passes uh, receiving, I should say, from uh, from Patrick Mahomes yesterday. Part of that 41-10 beatdown. You got Taylor Swift in the building at Arrowhead. Everything was sizzling in Kansas City. Yeah. And a sneak peek at next week. Uh, so long, so sad that he's gone. Adam Thielen, a buck 45 and... A touchdown mm, yesterday, mm. albeit in a loss to the Seattle
2: Seahawks. Here comes Cinny the Salton. Uh, his squad won yesterday. Let's chat about it around the corner on KFAN.
3: Are insured by NCUA. The Fed. Linus Griffiths, 28-yard line of Green Bay. And he's going to want it spotted down at the 36-yard line. Left hand, 46-yard field goal attempt on the snap. move Headley down on one knee. Arm extended. Blake Roofie to get New Orleans in the lead. Here's the snap. Kick is up. End overhand. It is no good. no good. No
2: good. No good. And there is your dagger. Oh, my goodness. Jubilation here in Green Bay. Hey uh, Salton, that was a hell of a dagger by the dagger Wayne Larabee. Congratulations on the victory. How'd you do it?
3: Thanks, man. I hadn't heard that, so thank you for that. That was uh, that was fun to listen to. Uh, well, as you may know, may or may not know, I was on an airplane for the fourth quarter, so I had no idea what happened till I landed. No, that's it. Uh, that, opened up the yeah. That's ESPN app.
2: Nice to your squad. That's What's nice. That, PA? It's nice dedication to your squad, man. <laughs>
3: Yeah, well, flew down to see the kids for Dad's weekend, and that oh. was the only flight back on Sun Country. So I knew I was in the meat grinder, and I was thanking my lucky stars when we took off. But I didn't have to even know what was going on. The team looked so bad mm. for three quarters. But, man, I watched it back last night, and just, just such resiliency for a team that was down, you know, probably four of their five best offensive players didn't play in that game. The fourth quarter, the three best linemen are out of the game. Um and Jordan Love was able to deliver, and so were those receivers. It's just, you know, figured the offense is going to take a season to kind of get their legs under them. They've been banged up. They're the number two team in red zone efficiency. They're top five in third downs, and it was all coming together after giving one away last week uh, to see Jordan Love dig Demario Davis on a fourth and goal when you're down 17-3 uh, and get the touchdown and then follow it up with just a, Da- just a dagger pass to Sami Luturui for the two point conversion. It just opens your eyes, like man, this the moment's not too big for this kid. Just gives you hope. It was just a such an unexpected, kind of surprising, fun finish on a day where Rashawn Gary had three sacks. Yep, and they all, the defense actually held that team to ten points. Uh, just a just one of those games in the NFL where you just expect the unexpected. It was really fun.
2: Is, is Christian Watson ever going to play again?
3: Yeah, that's a fair question. Um, I've heard Will Fuller comps already. You know, speedy receiver can't stay on the field. Uh, they got a quick turnaround. So I don't know if they were holding out. Jones and Watson figuring they'd save them for Thursday night. Uh, if they don't play Thursday. Mm. then you got a Monday nighter and a bye. So, I mean, we might be looking at some of these guys sitting out for the next few weeks. I, I hope so. I, he's going to bring an element to this offense that they don't have. But, man, these rookie receivers, P.A., Jaden Reed, that yep. and Wicks, they're making plays all over the field. It's really fun to watch.
2: Uh, so, uh, ooh, you got the kiddies at Lambeau on Thursday. That's a big one, a northern division. collision. any?
3: Yeah, got some unfinished business after what happened week 18, obviously. Uh, again, like to see some of these guys back. But, um, yeah, it, it should be really interesting game uh, Thursday night. The Lions looked uh, very good, obviously, yesterday. And uh, just another test uh, for a young Packer team on a short week. See if they can turn around and get some guys healed up. They are a mass unit right now. They lost to Campbell in the first quarter. Right tackle, Zach Tom, right after halftime. It's just getting a little ugly. I just want to see what they can do with it. Not even a full compliment, but just an adequate compliment of players.
2: i uh, glad you went to uh, Family Week at uh, Bloomington, Indiana uh, with your son. Tell Jackson I say hi. And um, good luck to your squad on Thursday, and uh, we'll talk next week, okay?
3: Sounds good to you, Take
2: it easy. Later, brother. Salt and the Smug, David Sinekin at TC Head Cheese, and I'm Paul Allen. For Eric Nordquist, the producer, thank you for listening to 9 to Noon. The program is next. Good
0: time! And thank you to Casey's for bringing you the final segment, 9 to Noon, and the wraps, 9 to Noon. Casey's here for good. Podcast today. Back to previous show and interviews by like going to the iHeartRadio app or K.